What's up, everybody? You already know who this is. This is definitely your favorite chairwoman. Uh, Shark coming back at you once again. Definitely, definitely coming back at you once again with the utmost higher self, Amari, right? Because without our utmost higher self, you cannot think from the unsubs- you cannot think from the subconscious mind. Time time. Sorry. All right. So again, we're definitely coming back on here with a positive message. Um, before we do that, before we get into the message for today, let's talk about grace, okay? Receiving the grace, accepting the grace, you must receive the grace, accept the grace. So in order for us to receive the grace, accept the grace, what we're going to do, we're going to give it up to the most high, first and foremost. And we're going to say thank you, Ashe. I say to the most high, I say to the universe, I say to however you call it, but I say to the most high for this blessed day, definitely for waking us up this morning and giving us another chance in life to get it right in this lifetime, find out more about ourselves, discover more about ourselves, become one with ourselves, embrace ourselves, love one another, Embrace the love of God, Jeremy. Embrace the the energy of the universe and continue to prosper and inspire. Amen. All right. So today, message is really gonna be about just how we think, how we program ourselves, how we were, how we got to this point, how things in our life are making us change and grow. So. What I'm going to do, I'm going to play this little story that's told um, by the great Plato, all right? Socrates, if you know anything about Socrates and what he's done, and Plato and what he's done, then you know maybe about this story, about this theory. And if you don't, well, maybe it's something that you may should get into him or may should get into him. May not, I don't know. Let's see what resonates with you. This story definitely moves my heart, open up more of my consciousness, okay? I have to say that word slow. And my third eye is always open. Since the day I opened it, I have not been able to close it. But that's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. So let's get to it. Let's um, also, these, this story has also been played on YouTube. I do not own any copyrights to this story all right so all copyrights goes to the owner and the platform youtube okay respect the ads okay they are very informal and respect them let's get it if you need a new website for your business see don't skip this video millions of all right let's get it education time education time uh, 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 uh. And to be honest, what's really good about the story is like a lot of us don't really know the story, but the story is called the allegory of the cave, Plato's allegory of the cave. All right, so that is definitely something a lot of you guys should, I think explore more on the thought of the theory itself and it may relate to your life right it really may relate to your life i'm pulling it up so we can get this going right okay and i just hope it resonates with y'all okay so let's 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 get to it let's see how it be broken down for you um let's get it 
of life. Big topics you might tackle figuratively. Explaining existence as a journey down a road or across an ocean, a climb, a war, a book, a thread, a game, a window of opportunity, or an all too short lived flicker of flame. 2400 years ago, one of history's most famous thinkers said life is like being chained up in a cave, forced to watch shadows flitting across a stone wall. Pretty cheery, right? That's actually what Plato suggested in his Allegory of the Cave, found in Book 7 of The Republic, in which the Greek philosopher envisioned the ideal society by examining concepts like justice, truth, and beauty. In the allegory, a group of prisoners have been confined in a cavern since birth with no knowledge of the outside world. They are chained facing a wall, unable to turn their heads, while a fire behind them gives off a faint light. Occasionally, people pass by the fire carrying figures of animals and other objects that cast shadows on the wall. The prisoners name and classify these illusions, believing they're perceiving actual entities. Suddenly, one prisoner is freed and brought outside for the first time. The sunlight hurts his eyes, and he finds the new environment disorienting. When told that the things around him are real, while the shadows were mere reflections, he cannot believe it. The shadows appeared much clearer to him, but gradually his eyes adjust until he can look at reflections in the water, at objects directly, and finally at the sun whose light is the ultimate source of everything he has seen. The prisoner returns to the cave to share his discovery, but he is no longer used to the darkness and has a hard time seeing the shadows on the wall. The other prisoners think the journey has made him stupid and blind and violently resist any attempts to free them. Plato introduces this passage as an analogy of what it's like to be a philosopher trying to educate the public. Most people are not just comfortable in their ignorance, but hostile to anyone who points it out. In fact, the real-life Socrates was sentenced to death by the Athenian government for disrupting the social order, and his student Plato spends much of the Republic disparaging Athenian democracy while promoting rule by philosopher kings. With the cave parable, Plato may be arguing that the masses are too stubborn and ignorant to govern themselves. But the allegory has captured imaginations for 2400 years because it can be read in far more ways. Importantly, the allegory is connected to the theory of forms developed in Plato's other dialogues, which holds that, like the shadows on the wall, things in the physical world are flawed reflections of ideal forms, such as roundness or beauty. In this way, the cave leads to many fundamental questions, including the origin of knowledge, the problem of representation, and the nature of reality itself. For theologians, the ideal forms exist in the mind of a creator. For philosophers of language viewing the forms as linguistic concepts, the theory illustrates the problem of grouping concrete things under abstract terms and others still wonder whether we can really know that the things outside the cave are any more real than the shadows. As we go about our lives, can we be confident in what we think we know? Perhaps one day a glimmer of light may punch a hole in your most basic assumptions. Will you break free to struggle towards the light even if it costs you your friends and family? Or stick with comfortable and familiar illusions? Truth or habit? Light 
or shadow. Hard choices. But if it's any consolation, you're not alone. There are lots of us down here. I say, I say to that wonderful message, and I hope that it resonated with you. If it did resonate with you, and and if you felt something in your soul about it, then you are on your truth path, um, your true divine path. And basically, all is saying that um, when we were programmed, basically, it was a couple people. Before I get into it, there was a couple people that was born into a cave. Okay, if you did not understand, but they were born into a cave. All they knew was the cave. And they knew nothing on the outside of the cave. They was chained up from the day they was born, facing the wall. No way, no way to turn around. No way to look or interact with the people that uh, was passing by the cave, or bringing food, or getting this and that. Just going on through their daily lives. So these people got to accustom. They got accustomed with the things with the darkness. They got accustomed with the darkness, right? Because this is what they was told um, is normal. All right, so they was chained up, and how did they? How were they able to see the reflection? They was able to see reflection of shadows because there was a fire inside the cave. So the only thing they could be able to relate to was the shadows on the wall from the cave. You know, shadow of the wall of the cave because of the light, the light that formed the shadow. Well, the light that formed light, but it cast shadows against the things that was passing by. All right, so um, they began to name these things, um, name, the, name the, the things that was passing by that they thought or perceived to be one. So barking, of a, barking may say, oh, pet, oh, um, cat, oh, dog, okay? So they named these things not being able to actually see what they were, but what they perceived it to be. Just by the shadows that was forming on the wall, okay? So, um... One of the settlers got free. Alright, so again, all he knew was this cave and all of a sudden become free. So he's um, looking at the shadows, okay, understanding that this is all he knows is the, is the shadows of, you know, shadows from inside the cave. So he goes outside. Somehow, boom, 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 he's outside. And the sun hit him. Ah! Ah, he realized the sun is bright and the world that he's looking at is very unorthodox. It's not normal to him. He has never seen this world before. All right. So um, start asking people, what is this and what is that and what is this and what is that and what is this? And they start pointing at him. Oh, this shadow here is a shadow of a squirrel. What it look like this, but this is a shadow of a squirrel. Okay, hey, what is this? This is the sun. This is a tree. This is a bird. And when he started to realize that the imaging of the things that he saw from the um, flame that caused the shadows with the things that's passing by, he realized that not all of them was exactly what he perceived them to be. They, the, the shadows became so much clear to him of what the object was once he hit the light. So he goes back into the cave. Ah, yeah, yo, I'm excited. Let me tell my friends. Yeah, we're not alone. Goes to tell them about the world he just saw. You know what I'm saying? Um, he just saw this world, so he goes back and tell them. And they're in the cave, still chained up. And he's telling them, trying to get them free. And one of them kicks him, kicks him hard. Okay, 
No, no, you're crazy. You don't know what you just saw. We don't know what you just saw. How do we know you're telling the truth? No, this is all we know. This is all we was taught, and we're going to stay here. So he kicks him and shoving him out. All right? Really? Yeah. They didn't want to know that the things they were perceiving this whole time was just an illusion from the shadows that was created from the fire that shone light and the shadows were created with the objects and animals that was passing by with the sellers from the outside of the cave. So, <clears throat> why did I share that story? I shared that story because a lot of things we perceive to be is not what is perceived to be. A lot of us are stuck in this one cycle. We are taught the one thing, and, and when we were school, we were taught to be this way. When we was in high school, we were taught to be this way. When we was in college, we were taught to do this. So we're all built on a structural platform, okay? This is how it go. This is how it go. This is how it go. Even in the marriages, even in family, even family has expectations of what a good marriage is supposed to be. When if you look at a lot of our family members, they don't have successful marriages, but they have been married. Why? Because of the same way they think it will. Well, if I get married, and then I, I suppose I supposed to be the head of the house. I supposed to do this. I suppose that. And if I do this, the woman's supposed to do this, 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 this. My kid's supposed to look like this, act like this, sound like this. When things starts to crumble because of what they know is not working, and they're not going to do anything other than what they know because they don't know no other way. And if they hear anything outside of what they know, it's shun it out. This can't be, it's too good to be true. Whoever told you that, they're ripping you off. They're, they're, they're telling you lies. And some of them gets very aggressive. Very aggressive. To the point where they push you out their lives. To the point where they don't want to back up um, your, your business. To the point where they really don't want anything to do to you. They'll, they'll downgrade you. They'll talk about you. And oh, oh they crazy. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't thinking that way. But just think about it. If you're living 25 years, 25 years, and you've been doing the same thing for 25 years, you've been told what to do, what to drink, what to eat, what time to get up, what time to make this money, what time to make this grind. You've been told how much has been taken out your paycheck, how much you can work within the hours, even if they may not want you for that hour. You've been told all this thing, what to do. Why would you be expected to become free financially? mentally spiritually if you have been told what to do instead of being guided and what to do within not just your intuitions but with your mind to be able to think freely is a on it's an unorthodox thing to do why because we've been told what to do for so long we've been told that we need this help in the family you gotta do this or if you fall in love too early then this person gonna do this or you'll never be able to receive these type of blessings because you're this type of way uh you you're you're, you're this so you can't do this You've been told what to do because we're limiting ourselves. When you limit yourself, you're limit. You're not just limiting yourself, but you're limiting the blessings that God has already created within the skills that you have. You can't grow and develop yourself if you're, oh, well, I can only do this. And I know if I do this, it's going to happen this way. But if I have just an epiphany, or what I like to call those million dollars ideas which we're all given in a different way if i just have that change of thought oh let's try this but i get scared because the thought if you think about it your thought gives you a clear picture 
clear picture within your heart god gave you a clear picture of what is destined for you to be sometimes a lot of times to get to the next level it's outside our comfort zone and for us to get outside our comfort zone we tend to crumble we tend to run back to what we already know because we don't know what to expect but in our heart we feel it in our heart we know excuse me we were meant to move mountains we was meant to speak and inspire people we was meant to um um jump out of our comfort zone to be able to help the next person be able to develop into the next person be able to do spiritual development with the next person to be able to do spiritual growing with the next person to be able to do those type of things and surround ourselves with people with the same like mindset with the same goals with um different ways of thinking that can also be and put it into a master plan that create bigger blessings instead of us doing that we're gonna go back well i got a nine to five i got kids we're gonna do this 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 but in your heart you're in your heart you already you're not satisfied you're not fulfilled you're not fulfilling your 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 life fulfillments because you already know the dream that you've set, the goal that you set for yourself, but you're not putting any action in because you're scared, because it's new, because no one would listen to you, because everybody would think you're crazy. So they probably already do. A lot of them think I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them do. But who cares? You're not put on this earth to worry about what other people think about you. You're put on this earth to, to tell your story. To inspire the t and, and touch the next person. How can you do that if you if you never open your mouth? How can you do that if you never go outside your comfort zone? How you become a how become how do you become a motivation to speak if you don't go speak to people? If you don't start in a low crowd and become big bigger in a bigger crowd? If you want to be the best cook, how can you become the best cook if you never get in the kitchen and mess up? How can you have a, a, a spiritual relationship if you don't if you don't expect to to um, mess up and out of form? We all make mistakes. You hear know I me? Mean? We all make mistakes. Mistakes can be given. It's it's free will. I forgive all the mistakes that I made, but the mistakes that I, I have made are not re regretful mistakes. Those mistakes was placed already in order by the Most High for me to not just learn a lesson, but to grow. To, to to grow on the outside, to grow in the inside spiritually, to mature so that I can be able to accomplish that overall goal that I've set for not just my family, but for myself, which is to be that motivation, motivational speaker, to be that personal coach and trading, to be... Um, 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 to, to be an inspiration to the next person. I have to come out of my comfort zone. And you do too. A lot of us working jobs that doesn't fulfill us. But we know that we're different. We're not meant to make 9 to 5s. There are people that are excellent in a 9 to 5. Can make bang off a 9 to 5. That is your gift. Don't let me sit here and say, like, oh, 9 to 5 is not going to get you where to go. Yes, it is. But if you're not investing in it to something else, if you're not putting your time into your spiritual development, if you're not growing within the inside, you're just speaking it but not walking it, then how... Are you going to be able to inspire the next person? Because growing pains is how we get our lessons. Because lessons are just blessings that we have to gain. You have to work hard for your blessings. It's not given. Nothing is life is given. So how do you think just because you want something, you don't have to give up something. You have to change your mindset. Yes, change is hard, but you have to change your mindset. And a lot of us 
hate to change. That me being just in this world, I had to learn how to change. I had to learn how to let things go. What people do to you, it's not up for you to be the judge of that. You don't have to do tick for tech. You don't have to sit here and tell nobody what you do for them. You don't have to um, persuade anybody to be in your life. If if the, they feel you, you know what I mean? If they feel you, they know the real you, know that whatever um, y'all have been through, friends, family, co-workers, if they know that you've been there for them, they're going to continue to be with you. Now, if you got friends and family, you tell them, hey, I want to start this business. I want to do this. I want to step out and be a motivational speaker. I'm studying this. I practice this. If they look at you like, man, you crazy. You practice voodoo or is that rich crap? And they don't even want to understand what you're talking about. They're not your friends. You can't even have a, a, a conversation. They're still your friends, but you outgrown them. So, therefore, you have to cut off those conversations you can't have with them because you guys are going to be clashing. You got to be clashing. You know, high five and however you call it, y'all going to be clashing because you can't have a conversation with them. They're not on the thinking level, mental level that you're on, spiritual level that you're on. But, hey, you want to go play video games? You want to uh, catch, you know, tomorrow, catch up on the things that you've been doing? Yes. Okay, cool. But when it comes to speaking spiritually, um, finding the finding people that's just like you and having those conversations that fulfill your heart, your old friends won't do it for you. Point blank, period. Unless they're on that journey with you. I have morning rituals. And a lot of times when I tell people I got morning rituals, they like, yes, I have morning rituals. I get up at five. I meditate, manifest. Embrace all the energy that I'm feeling at that moment that I might be feeling throughout the day. I pray to I pray to the most high. I pray to the most high first. And I, I bring in the substance to his helpers, such as our angel Michael, our angel Raphael. I welcome them into my presence, not just my presence, but my grace, my heart space. Why? Because God has helpers. And I, I say to those helpers because those helpers help me point out things that I need to change in my life, the things I need to heal in my life, the things I need to go for go for a moment in my life, the things I may need to back off in my life, the things that I need to let them handle, let God handle in my life. That's why I, I light a sage. I have omni candles that I, I walk around in my house with, blessing my house. Peace in my house, blessing myself, blessing my spirit and the outside form. Why? Because spiritually, you need to order to be connected and, and, and embrace all that to come. You have to give it to the most high. You have to say, I say. So I say. All right. I say to the most high for everything you have given to me, everything you have blessed me, and everything that you're you're, you're building for me to become. I say. I cannot see it. I do not know where this is going. But I totally believe in the Most High and His angels that they will guide me every day in my walk and faith and true divine faith. Okay? And when you're built within your true divine faith, can't nothing nobody say to you knock you off that path. You're going to lose some people. You're going to have to let go some people because they're not going to stand the true mission that you're here to do. You're here to heal, support, love unconditionally. And speak truth, speak knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. When you speak it, it shall come. We're powerful beings. Some of us are meant to be just earthly beings, to just go through the motion. Some of us are. 
because we don't want to change. Some of us are literally star seeds from different universes because our energy came from different planets. So we embody different energies. We we help different people grow. Some people that see us as inti- intimidating, they don't want to grow. Sometimes we meet people that we intimidate because of their needing to grow. And they do grow. And the ones that don't want to grow, they stay stuck in that cycle thinking that if I do this, if I keep working hard and just doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, something new is going to come. When the God God and the Most High, God the Most High and, and your most higher self and your intuition and the angels are already showed you where you're going. But you're still doing that insanity. It's insanity. And you cannot get change on insanity unless you shift. You shift your mindset. You shift the way you think, the way you talk, the way you move. And you start learning that sometimes when you're quiet and um, you're you're bringing in the, 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 the message that the angels are giving you, the message that the God is directing you to, some people may think, man, you too quiet. Are you depressed? Why are you still thinking about that person? Why are you still doing this with this person? Because I know what God is showing me. But I must be quiet to hear the message. I must be quiet to hear the message. I must. Silence will bring in light, okay? What is done in the dark will come to light. You don't have to fight that battle, you heard me? You don't. But you, in order to grow and push to your next ascending mission, you have to understand not just the past but the present and to be ordered to prepare for the future because we don't know what the future will bring but we can only prepare right right so i'm not gonna keep you guys too long but i definitely want to bring that great message to you because we're all on a spiritual journey even if we're accepting or not we're all on a spiritual journey and that's what it's about embracing your journey embracing the new you and and and, and just touching the next person that's what it's all about Okay, and a lot of us will be aggressive because we don't want to change. That's fine, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. You hear me? Go ahead, keep doing what you're doing. But don't hate on the next person when they that they, they put all this time and effort into their spiritual faith, into their spiritual truth path, and they're changing, they're growing. You seeing that their business grows, seeing not just their business grow, but their, their light that's shining them that you thought that they used to be, but now they are they are this ascending angel that you like dog that person changed i used to grow with him i used to grow with her and they didn't used to speak that way they never talked that way look what he got you start to envious them why because you envious things that are materialistic but you're not taking the time to know which is power which is knowledge to know what it took for them to get to that point because your journey could just be faster than theirs. Your journey could be slower than theirs. But if you never take the time out to learn about yourself, develop, research, pray, and ask for the message to be delivered to you in your spirit, how would you ever know? Right? Right? So like I said, I'm never not going to keep you guys too long. Definitely just want to come bless that message to your beautiful souls, beautiful, beautiful souls. Um... To all male energy, female energy, bless up, abundance to to all in your families to come to this whole 2020. Go get your vision. Go get that job, that, that, that person you like. Or go get it for yourself. Do it for you. 
and watch all your blessings unfold. Go get whatever you've been praying and manifesting for, for you. Love yourself first and the utmost. Love yourself first. And you will see. You will see how it all will change. Be blessed. And before we close it out, we're going to say, I say, I say to the most high for this blessed day. I say for this message. And if it resonated to any souls that has listened to this great message, then we just want to continue to say, I say, because I say is all great and blessings that belongs to the most high. None of that belongs to us. Nothing we do belongs to us, but everything we feel and, and believe and go out in a leap of faith belongs to the most high. You got to be blessed. You guys be be very blessed and safe and continue to have a great Monday, right? Uh, from Amari, my utmost higher self, be good. Be very good.